Hi, and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centered, word-based and spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Well, we have begun this theme um, this year, and really it's not, it's not a theme, it's not a vision statement, it is who we are as a church, and that is of uncommon love. And we talked about the fact that um, we've been working out of the Good Samaritan, we've been really unpacking that parable. And this morning I actually want to read a passage um, where Jesus presents himself to the world. He said, if you want to know who I am, this is it. And in Luke 4, he actually reads out of Isaiah 61, It's actually in the front of our missions magazine this year, and I want to read it to you. It says in Isaiah 61 verse 1, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, Jesus says, because the Lord has anointed me. That means He has been set apart with oil. He has been set apart for a purpose. Do you know you've been set apart for a purpose? Do you know you have the oil of the Holy Spirit on you? for a reason. And Jesus says, He's anointed me, He set me apart to proclaim good news to the poor. And in saying that, Jesus isn't just saying, I'm going to the very poorest, those in material poverty, although the Gospel has to touch everybody. But He's actually saying there are people that may have everything in our world, but they don't have the greatest treasure, which is knowing Jesus Christ. They don't have the love of God. They are spiritually poor. So Jesus says, God's Spirit is on me to actually empower me to preach the good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up or bandage the brokenhearted. When Jesus found you, maybe you were brokenhearted. Maybe you were separated. Maybe things in your world were going really well, but, but your heart was broken. Do you know the mission of Jesus Christ is actually to bind up or bandage broken hearts. I love it. To proclaim freedom to the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. You know, missions isn't just a nice idea. There are people that are bound in all sorts of things. And Jesus says right at the get-go, my mission, the reason that I'm here, the reason that we're doing missions is that I've been set apart to heal the brokenhearted, to preach good news to those that need to hear it, spiritually poor people people that may look like they have it all together, people who may be down and out in life, all people. I'm anointed by God to actually preach good news. This is my mission. And the truth is, this is our mission. We have the same mission as Jesus. And so when you look at that missions magazine and many of the initiatives that we're doing, we're actually taking on the mission of Jesus. This is the heart of God to His world. And we're actually saying the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, as it is on Jesus, is on me. You know, it's so interesting when it comes to missions and there's, there's so many, there's so much need and it can be incredibly, incredibly overwhelming. I don't know about you, I look at um, what is going on in so many places of the world, even in my immediate world, even in the world around us in the Sutherland Shire, I'm like, God, there is so much need. But the truth is Jesus doesn't just say, go and meet the need. He actually says, wait. 
So he said to his disciples, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. I am the fulfilment of Isaiah 61. The Spirit of God is on me to preach good news, to bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. And when it comes to you, it says, you are going to do greater things because I go to be with the Father. But he says, don't run out and just do it. Don't run onto the mission field. Don't just run out and meet the need. He says, wait. What for? For the Holy Spirit. Wait for the Holy Spirit, he says, because when you have the Holy Spirit, you have refreshment for you and others. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have power to meet needs. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have the fruit of the Spirit, which our kids have been learning about, flowing out of you. When you have the Holy Spirit, you will know where God is working and what He's drawing your attention to and what needs to meet. I want to say to you this morning, church, as we go into this missions focus, we are people of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon you and you and all of you to actually preach the good news, to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty the captives. And maybe you come to missions focus or you come to the thought of need and go, God, I I don't know where to start. I want to remind you this morning when it comes to missions, if your compassion is fatigued, if your, you know, the need has been so great, all God says to you this morning is, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on you to preach the good news, to set at liberty the captives, to heal the brokenhearted. He is giving you fresh oil this morning. Missions is actually to do with the oil of the Holy Spirit poured out on you to go and do the work of God in our giving, in our going. And so we have been working out of this passage in Luke 10, the Good Samaritan And if you haven't been around for the past couple of weeks hearing about this parable, it's about a man who is on the side of the road, the Jericho Road, a notorious road, and he's down and out. He is, it says, half dead. So he may look like there's some signs of life, but but there is so much that has been taken. He's been stripped of his dignity. Who knows? That's what the enemy does to the lives of people. Takes them of their di- takes their dignity, takes their possessions, destroys their relationships, destroys their ability to work and have purpose. And it's about a man who is on the Jericho road, down and out. Stripped of dignity, lost possessions, completely and utterly abandoned. His life teetered on the edge. And it's so interesting in the story, and Pastor Brad's drawn it out, that the priest and the Levite, the ones that should have been saying, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to set at liberty the captives, for some reason moved away. We don't know why. Maybe the the gap is left for us to fill in. How do I feel about this? Maybe they were compassion fatigued. I've been ministering all day in the temple, all week it's my turn. And and my oil is depleted. My anointing is depleted. My ability to care about this is depleted. For whatever reason, they move away. And yet a Samaritan chose to come close. 
the most hated, the most unlikely, the one that maybe would think God wouldn't use someone like that. Maybe you've had that thought. Would God actually use a someone like me to do something significant in His kingdom? When we come to the world of missions, it can feel so large. God, the nations of the world, my backyard, the community, our state, the floods, the fire, the famines, God, it can feel so large. And yet I reckon in the Samaritan, God says, I can use somebody's, somebody that nobody cares about just like this. And let me show you how I use them. I look at the Samaritan and I go, God, it's a picture of how you could use me. It's a picture of how you could use somebody that maybe feels like a nobody. It's a picture of God when we follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. When I refuse to look at just the need, I wanna see the need, but I wanna be sensitive. Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Because the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor to bind up the brokenhearted, to set at liberty the captives. So I wanna have a look at the Samaritan's response this morning and what he did in this situation, because I think it is a picture for us as we approach our mission's focus of what the Holy Spirit's calling us to do. Let's have a look. So Luke chapter 10, verse 33. But a Samaritan, as he travelled... Can I just say, God is opening up opportunity for you right where you are travelling. Do you know we, yes, God is opening up doors in far-flung nations. God is opening up multitudes to impact. But the most effective ways that He is going to work through your life in the area of uncommon uncommon love, (laughs) let me get my lips around that, is actually as you go. As you go. It's exactly where you're at. It's the opportunities that the Holy Spirit is going to cause you to intersect with. And that is what happened with Samaritan. Came, the man, uh, came where the man was. So he came close. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. And I want to use the word compassion here. Another version says compassion. He went to him. It's amazing how much power there is when we allow our hearts to be moved by the Holy Spirit's compassion for humanity. Do you know, great miracles are preceded by compassion. It's compassion. Jesus said, I felt virtue. I felt compassion leave me when He healed the woman. He travelled where the man was and He saw him and took pity or compassion on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds. Jesus' call to bind up or bandage the brokenhearted, pouring on oil and wine. And then he put the man on his own donkey. He brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. And when I return, I'll reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. I'm committed to see this through, right? Which of these three things do you think was a neighbour? Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? And the expert of the law replied, the one who had 
mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise because we are called to it. We are called to it, to go and do likewise. You know, the the teacher of the law was trying to extract, Jesus, would you define for me who exactly I need to be a neighbour to? Who do I need to take the oil of the Spirit to? Who do I need to bandage up? Who do I need to preach the Gospel to? Who do I actually need to show the love and the power of Jesus Christ because you've anointed me to? And Jesus turns the whole thing on His head and says, it's actually not about who is your neighbour, it's about who will you become a neighbour to? Who will my Spirit lead you to become a neighbour to in this mission's focus? Who is the Holy Spirit saying, I want you to pour on the oil and the wine. I want you to bandage up the brokenhearted. I actually want you to set at liberty the captives. You know, oil was a fascinating substance in the Middle East in ancient times. You know, oil had a power in in a time of very low technology and not much access to, to medical supplies or medical technology, oil and wine together performed an incredible function. You know, they would disinfect wounds. So it was a a very, very effective disinfectant. The oil could encapsulate the microbiome, you know, the the yucky stuff, the germs. (laughs) It would encapsulate the germs. The wine would disinfect. They could be mixed together. The oil and the wine could be mixed together and poured over a wound. and, And it would be used also to actually help with pain. It would bring comfort to a wound. Oil would be poured out to bring comfort to a wound that was so painful. And the oil would bring some level of alleviation of the pain. It's an antiseptic, clean the wound, became a medicine. And it's so interesting to me that the first thing other than coming near and not drawing away, because it's tempting to draw away, isn't it? he actually came near with the, with the oil. And I would say he came near and didn't fear because he carried oil and wine. He came near and didn't fear because he carried oil and wine. You know, the priest and the Levite actually wouldn't go near There was actually an understanding in their head that if I go near, that situation will change me for the worst. If I go near to that situation, whatever's going on in that situation will have more influence on me than it, right? Jesus actually spoke to that situation with them and says, you guys are like whitewashed tombs. You've got it going on on the outside, but you don't understand that there is a power that should be on the inside to change the situation. You know, the Samaritan went near and did not fear because he had with him oil and wine. He knew that, no, the situation won't change me. I will change it. I'm actually going to bring the oil of the anointing into the situation. I'm going to bring the cleansing of Jesus' blood into the situation. I actually have the power to change the situation. It doesn't change me. He went near and didn't fear. Because of what he carried, I can make him clean again. Do you know, church, it's actually about what God equips us to carry. 
Do you know, yes, it's about your compassion. Yes, it's about the substance in your life. But do you know what it's mostly about? It is about what God has poured out on you to pour out on a dying and hurting humanity. It's actually more about what we carry. Last year, I was flying home from a trip and I'd taken my eldest son. I was actually meant to take, oh, actually different trip. Wasn't flying home with any sons. <laughs> flying home from a work trip in Asia. And I'm on a plane and I could tell that the woman next to me, she was a businesswoman flying back to Singapore. I could tell she wasn't coping with the flight. I could tell something's not right here. There's a lot of anxiety going on here. In fact, it became like panic attacks and maybe you've struggled with this. It became like panic attacks and my first thought was, lean out. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in this. I want to give her privacy. I want to just let her work this out and not, not compromise her dignity in this. But I felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit. I want you to lean in. You've got oil for this. I want you to lean into this situation. I'm, 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 no, I'm going to lean out because if I get involved in this, I'm committed to four hours of this potentially. I am, I've got to see this through, Lord. If I get involved in this, I've got to see it. And he's like, you have oil for this. You are carrying oil for this situation. You need to get involved. And so I reached out to her. We breathed together. And she opened up her heart and said she'd been exploring matters of spirituality. She'd been reading Eckhart Tolle. She'd been reading a whole lot of other really interesting spiritual authors and philosophers. And I mentioned to her, I'd love to pray with you. I am so grateful that you're open to spiritual things, but I want to pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I prayed for her because I had oil for the situation. It's actually about what God has put in your life to carry. You can go near and not fear when you are carrying the oil and the wine of the Holy Spirit. But not only did he go near and did not fear, he actually poured out his own oil and wine. You know, in the Middle East, not only was it something that was medicinal, but it was something that people who travelled would carry with them regularly. They would travel it to freshen their faces. You know how it is when you get off a long haul flight and you're feeling very crumpled and folded and you need an iron out. Well, oil became the substance to refresh the face for a traveller. Oil became the substance that when a traveller would stay on the side of the road or stay at an inn, their feet that had been walking or travelling all day could be massaged with. The oil and the wine together could deal with wounds of day-to-day -day life and so forth. And so oil and wine had a, a powerful uh, function in the life of the traveller. And every traveller would have their own personal supply of oil and wine. You know, but they, when, this, when this Samaritan came across the man, he decided, I'm actually going to take my personal supply of oil and wine and choose to pour it out over the wound. I'm actually going to take what's been given to me, my supply of oil and wine, and as I go, I'm going to spend it on the one that is found on the side of the road. Interestingly, the priest and the Levite, the people 
that were the people of oil, the anointed ones, the ones that had been at the temple, actually giving out the oil, receiving the oil of the Holy Spirit, chose not to pour it out. Maybe this will affect my own experience of the journey if I pour out my oil. Maybe their oil was empty. I've been serving all week in the temple. I've been serving the needs of my community. I've been serving, but I'm empty of oil. I've got nothing left to pour out for someone on the margins. Maybe I didn't even prepare with oil and wine for the return trip. Maybe I didn't even prepare and replenish my my supplies. And yet the Samaritan knew in order to change the situation, I need to travel with oil and I need to pour it out. I actually need to travel and replenish with oil and wine and I need to pour it out. Church, we are people of oil. Church, we are a church that the Holy Spirit is moving in powerfully. God has given us oil and wine to pour out on the needs of a broken humanity. And today I wanna talk to you about two incredible opportunities that God has given us as a church to pour out oil and wine. You know, so many many of the needs that we have in our community sit in the realm of family. And one of the incredible opportunities that we have as a church is to create bridges for families to connect with the love and the saving power of Jesus Christ. One of those opportunities that we have this year is our ginormous Easter egg hunt. So I actually wanna show you a little video of what's gonna be happening in the area of reaching people, pouring out God's oil and wine in the area of our ginormous Easter egg hunt. If we could go to that video, that'd be fantastic. Did you know there are currently over 65,000 families in the Sutherland Shire? Some of them are lonely, some of them are struggling, and some of them need genuine connection with the love of Jesus Christ, but don't know that there is a church like ours who wants to connect with them. Ginormous Easter Egg Hunt is all about these families. Families that are most likely living right next door to you or passing you by as you pick your children up from school. Ginormous Easter Egg Hunt is a bridge between these families not knowing the love of Jesus Christ and then finding wholeness and community the way God intended. This event is a fun-packed, chocolate-fueled, exciting one-hour experience for your friends and family and a great opportunity for us to express uncommon love to our community. This year, we are sending invitations out to local schools, local news outlets and retail shops all throughout the Sutherland Shire. Why not consider the friends and family that you can invite to experience the love of Jesus Christ this Easter? Right here in Peace Park, in just a few short weeks, we are going to witness our community encountering the uncommon love of Jesus Christ. I truly believe this is going to be our best ginormous Easter egg hunt yet. So good, can we, can we give our kids leaders a hand? How incredible. 
You know, when you look at an opportunity like this, it can look like, well, it's just chocolate eggs and so forth. But this actually may be the only connection that somebody has with the love and the care of God and His community, can I say. You know, it acts like a bridge. This ginormous Easter egg hunt is going out into schools this year. We're going to post to the Shire. Um, We're inviting friends and neighbours. And it's going to be an incredible bridge to people in your world that need to know the love and tenderness of God this Easter. Well, moving on, another incredible opportunity that we have as a church is birthday in a box. You know, in just just a couple of years ago, in a very, very short space of time, there's been an initiative that we felt really led by the Holy Spirit to move into, and that is actually reaching the most vulnerable on the, talk about, you know, the wounded on the side of the Jericho Road. Some of the most vulnerable people affected by the pain of our community are children. You know, um, the video will go through the stats for us in a moment, but did you know that one in six Australian children live in poverty? Does that startle you? <laughs> that, that in a developed nation like Australia, that we could have um, such high rates of poverty and it's children that are most affected. Did you know that eight in every 1,000 Australian children live in out-of-home care, where things have not gone well in home and our, our, our services don't take this lightly. Children are not removed until they very, they, they absolutely have to be. And yet many are actually removed out of homes for outside of home care. Some are so vulnerable that that needs to happen. One in 32 children aged zero to 17 received child protection services because home had major issues going on. Church, we have an incredible opportunity in the area of birthday in a box. And um, we've been partnering with local organisations in all of our campuses. Really this ministry, birthday in a box, which is a small box if you're new around these parts and you've not heard, a small box, a birthday box. And inside the box has every single item that a child would need to celebrate their birthday at a time when it may be very difficult for a family member or someone in care to actually celebrate their birthday. It'll go through what's in the box, but I wanna encourage you. These boxes, when we partner with community services in our different locations, they are pouring oil on the wounds of hurting children. You know, where we may not be able to directly reach through our partnerships with community services and all all manner of not-for-profits in our local communities. It's an opportunity for us as a church to pour oil on a difficult situation, to bring comfort to a situation that may be difficult. I'm gonna show you a short video. It's actually Pastor Ali speaking to this today. So why don't you cast your eyes to the screen as we have a look at it. In Psalm 139, verses 13 to 14, we're encouraged with the most beautiful truth by the Psalmist David when he wrote, "'For You created my inmost being. "'You knit me together in my mother's womb. "'I praise You because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. "'Your works are wonderful. "'I know that full well.'" Every life is precious and worthy of esteem and every child deserves to be celebrated. Yet sadly, even in Australia, this is not the story for all children. The statistics are confronting. One in six Australian children under 14 lives in poverty. This represents 1.2 million Australian children. 
Nationally, eight in every 1,000 Australian children lived in out-of-home care last year. And one in 32 children, that's 31 in every 1,000, received child protection services. The Horizon Church Birthday in a Box initiative was established to share love and care for vulnerable children throughout Australia. It's our conviction that every child should feel special, valued and know their worth, especially on their birthday. And so our lavish gift boxes make a way for this to become a reality. Every birthday in a box is age appropriate, beautifully presented and filled to the brim with all the things to help create a very special birthday. birthday decorations, a cake to bake, candles, even party poppers. There's something that the child needs like clothing, socks, hair scrunchies, fun toothbrushes and toothpaste. toothpaste. Something that the child wants such as toys, vouchers, beauty products and something to read. A book especially selected for their age to help foster a love of reading. Oh, we don't look! They are truly a beautiful gift to any child and are provided at no cost to the family. Over the past year since the launch of Birthday in a Box, we have worked to develop strong relationships with NGOs in both New South Wales and Western Australia and have partnered with several organisations including the New South Wales Department of Communities and Justice, the community-led Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander organisation Gunawira to distribute Birthday in a Box to children in emergency housing, hospitals and other high-need environments. Demand for Birthday in a Box is outweighing our supply at the moment and we're looking forward to letting many, many more children know that the day they were born was special and they're worth celebrating. And we need your help to make this a reality through these boxes in the year ahead. For more information, refer to your missions magazine or head to our website, birthdayinabox.org.au. Beautiful, huh? Yeah, you can give them a hand. It's just been an amazing, amazing initiative. Church, the Spirit of the Lord is on us because He has anointed us to preach the good news, to heal broken hearts, to set at liberty the captives. You know, this focus is actually not about what we can do, believe it or not. You know, missions can feel like, God, what can we do? Actually, it's about partnering with what the Holy Spirit is doing in our communities. It's actually hearing the voice of the Spirit, allowing Him to fill us afresh with oil and pouring it out on lives that need it. You know, maybe you're here today and as I read the words of Jesus, you know, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, Jesus said, because He's anointed me to preach the good news. Maybe you've come today with a friend and, and you desperately need to hear good news. Maybe it's not been good news at all for you in an area. Maybe you've come today and 
your heart's actually broken. You know, these are amazing initiatives and maybe you feel quite moved by them, but you're like, I, I actually have a need. My heart is broken this morning. Maybe you've come this morning and you're like, I actually, I, I feel that I may be flourishing in many areas of my life, but I feel quite bound internally. I actually need freedom. I need Jesus to set me free. In a moment, we're gonna pray a prayer because really at the end of the day, Jesus came for every single human being. The ones that will be recipients of these boxes, the ones that will be blessed by the ginormous Easter egg hunt and the ones sitting in this auditorium today. So I wanna ask you if we could bow our heads and close our eyes for a moment for those that need to consider, you know, I actually need Jesus today. I actually feel like the person on the side of the Jericho Road. I feel wounded. I feel like there's something that needs to be reconciled in my life. You know, here's simply a prayer away. And in a moment, we're gonna pray a prayer together and maybe you're here for the first time uh, and you're praying this prayer. Maybe you prayed this prayer a long, long time ago and today you actually need to to come back to Him. There's been a a gap that's widened up and you wanna come back into relationship with Him today. Do you know He's so responsive to our prayers? He's so responsive to our yes to Him. We're gonna pray together and if you're praying this from your heart today, He will hear it and He will respond. So let's pray, church. Dear Lord Jesus, I give You my heart. I give You my life. Come in, Lord Jesus. Bind up my heart. Minister to my wounds. Make me clean. Thank You that today I am Yours. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here today and you responded to the love of Jesus this morning, in a moment, I'm gonna actually ask you to, to just give me a wave, just so I can see you said yes to Jesus' offer today. You want Him to come into your life, to minister to your heart, to make things new again. On the count of three, that's you. Give me a wave. One, two, three. Would you give me a wave today? That's you, you need to give your life to Him. Is there anyone today and you're like, yeah, that's me. I need to give my life back to Him today. I need to come back to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, we just thank You that You said, Jesus, that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on You because You wanna attend to human need. You wanna bind up the brokenhearted. You wanna take them out of the kingdom of darkness and bring them into the kingdom of the Son that You love, Father. God, we just thank You for every person that is gonna be touched by the generosity and the kindness of Horizon Church people as they pray over their Miracle Missions offering, as we allow our hearts to be moved by Your Spirit in this focus. God, we just thank You, have Your way for every person, God, that feels depleted of oil. They wanna make a difference, God. But for whatever reason, we feel that our oil has run dry right now. That Lord, I just pray that You would minister to every heart. Fill them up, God. Refresh them, Father, today in the Name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.